The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Who do you think you are? You don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to do this. You don't have the skills or the ability. You don't even have the talent. You don't have the knowledge. You don't have the charisma, the confidence, the qualifications, the reputation. This is what it sounds like when the imposter syndrome monster takes over. Have you ever had a time in your life where you experienced the imposter syndrome, where it felt like you were feeling like a fraud? You felt like you might be found out. You feel like you don't deserve what you want. The imposter syndrome plays up in so many areas of our lives, especially as we pursue our dreams and go after what we want especially as we up-level and try new things and push ourselves outside of our comfort zone. So when we become aware of the imposter syndrome, only then can we overcome it. So how does the imposter syndrome show up in your life? Is it possibly keeping you from taking action? Is it when you're keeping yourself just doing the safe, low-profile, boring work that you know that you're good at? Because even as you look to the next level and long to be there, you don't necessarily believe you're worthy. Maybe it's when you've get, gotten a promotion at work and your inner critic says to you, they must have been short on applicants. They've got to be someone better than me. Or maybe it's when your business has a win and you tell yourself that it was just sheer chance. It was luck. Yeah. Maybe it was when you were getting ready for a presentation or a speech and you secretly thought that you were about to be found out for being underqualified or inexperienced. Been there. Maybe it's when you've been sitting in a big meeting and have thought that any minute now the boss is going to figure it out and is going to tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, you're out. They've finally realized that you just aren't qualified for this job, even though you're actually the most experienced person in the room. Or maybe it's when you've wanted to launch something new and put something new out to the world. Maybe launch a podcast, a program, a new service, and you constantly think, will it even be worth it? No one's really going to listen. Who would want to listen or buy it? Why would anyone want it? Or maybe it's when you think about doing video online and sharing your message, but you end up telling yourself that you don't really have anything valuable to offer. Does some of these sound familiar? I'm sure you've had a time in your life where the imposter syndrome has reared its ugly head. I know I sure have. And I've shared before in the podcast that when I first started the podcast, I really struggled and I procrastinated for a really long time, even though I really wanted to put it out there. But the imposter syndrome really held me back. I had constant thoughts about, Is anybody even going to listen? Why would anybody care about what I've got to say? Honestly, like, is even anyone going to believe what I've got to say? Like, there was constant imposter syndrome chatter going on. And then when I started the Love What You Do collective events, the same situation. I was putting myself out there, created a space where I was going to share my message and what was important to me. And again, imposter syndrome came up like crazy. And luckily, like I had a friend that I started the events with and I used that as a 
almost as fuel to prove that I could do it because if I didn't want to let her down. So I didn't allow the imposter syndrome to hold me back, but it was definitely there for sure. And then as my speaking career has grown, every time I expand the amount of people that I speak in front of, again, it continues to rear its ugly head. So what I want to dive into today is one, how do we become aware of the imposter syndrome, noticing all of that inner chatter. So everything that we've just, I've just covered, like anytime you notice that those types of thoughts come up to play, it's really important that we start to notice and recognize them because without the awareness, we cannot change it. Two, we're going to look at what the actual imposter syndrome is and three, how to overcome it. And then think about what life would be like if it didn't exist. So what is the imposter syndrome? Let's dive into what it is so then we can understand where it holds us back. So the imposter syndrome is where you start to think your own success is just a charade. That despite everything that you have achieved in the past, you're afraid that you're going to be exposed as a fraud. You may think that everything's just been luck or that you've barely managed to pull things off and you're afraid that if you continue to put yourself out there, that everyone is going to figure it out, that you're a fraud. Imposter syndrome is the phenomenon or experience as some people call it, is the concept of describing high achieving individuals who are marked by an inability to internalize their accomplishments and a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. I don't actually believe that it is attributed just to high achieving individuals. Like, come on, everybody experiences the imposter syndrome at some areas of their life. Anytime we push ourselves outside of our comfort zone, every time we try to experience something new that we've never done before, we create this fear-based thinking patterns. And a lot of that can come from past experiences. It could come from childhood conditioning, but majority of the time, it's just fear. It's just fear trying to hold us back. It's just fear trying to protect us and keep us safe. It's not even necessarily, I don't believe it's really a phenomenon. I think everybody experiences it at some point. So how do we overcome it? How do we push past the fear and achieve the things that we want to achieve without feeling like we're not worthy or like we're going to be found out we're a fraud? I'm going to quote the words of Tina Fey. Tina Fey is one of my favorite actresses from Saturday Night Live and she deals with it and the way that she talks about it is that it's kind of like riding a roller coaster. Understanding that it's going to happen. There are going to be times when we feel like that and being able to acknowledge the thought and allow it to pass by and still get on with the game. Being able to focus on what you want to achieve and get it done. Push past the fear, acknowledge the thoughts, and choose more empowering ones to overcome it. Other than being just fear-based thinking, there's a couple of different things we need to consider here. Firstly, it's definitely based on fear-based thinking about our worth, yeah? But it's also our identity. We have created, carefully curated our identities. So what our own self-concept is in our brain. So who we believe that we are, what we believe we're capable of, what we believe we're able to achieve. And when we start to put ourselves in situations where we're doing something completely different, that's outside of our comfort zone that we've never done before. And we have no reference points in our minds to prove that we've done it before. So we've never had that experience and our brain has allocated that as a reference point to go, see, we've done that before. When we don't have those reference points to certain experiences, we create, we uncover these fear-based thinking because we don't believe it's possible because we've never done it. So that's how our brain works. Basically, we have every experience has gone into like a little filing cabinet in our brain and we refer back to those when we experience new things. And it's like we find relevance or we find if it's a similar experience, we use that to create certainty in our lives and we use it to create 
identity of who we are. So we've created this identity or concept of who we are, who we call I or who we think we we are as self. And this is developed over many, many years of our lives. So when we go to step outside of our comfort zone, we are actually threatening that identity. We're threatening what we believe to be true about ourselves. Now, for the brain, that's very scary. And it could come across as high levels of danger in the brain, depending on the experience, yeah? So that's why a lot of people attribute public speaking to, um, you know, they would rather die than public speak because it's so far out of their comfort zone that it's someone different to who they believe that they are. So a lot of the time we need to be considerate of our old identity, especially if we're up leveling and we're trying to take things to the next level and do things we've never, ever done before on a scale that is just so far out of our comfort zone that we need to be aware of the identity that we've created and acknowledge that person from the past and then start to develop our self-concept for the future. So thinking about our future self and thinking about who they are, what they think, what they feel, how they experience life, how they hold themselves, what they'll be saying to themselves, like all of those types of things about who that future identity is. We need to think about that in this experience because a lot of the time the imposter syndrome comes up to play because we don't have reference points to look back on to prove that we can do it. So that's where the fear-based thinking of we don't feel like we're worthy, we don't believe that we have the experience, we don't believe that we're smart enough, strong enough, able to overcome certain things. It's because we don't have the experience in the past and it's so far outside of our identity. Now, that can be extremely scary for a lot of people and that's what actually keeps people stuck. So that's why the imposter syndrome can be so debilitating because of the fact that they're so connected to their old identity that creating a new identity is too scary. Because if they've created certain amounts of certainty around who they believe they are, if they've created an amount of significance about who they are, if they've got in, you know high levels of connection with who they are, and I just don't mean with themselves, but all the, the people that surround them, and everything that we do day to day continues to build that identity. So every person that we interact with and their opinions of us, if we take those on board, develops our identity. So as we start to step outside the comfort zone and do something different and we get judgments from other people or we have our self judgments about what other people think of us, because sometimes it's not even outside of us. Sometimes it's just us thinking this is what they think of me. They're going to judge me. It brings up so much of that fear based thinking because it's threatening that identity. Now, our identity creates so much certainty and certainty is a deep core need that we need to be able to fulfill to feel safe and secure. So that's why it feels so debilitating. That's why it's so huge because we all human beings need to feel safe. We need to feel safe and secure to know that we're going to survive. So that's why it can come across or come or feel like it's actually, you go into absolute fear mode where it can become like you freeze, you go into you know analysis paralysis, you freak out to the point where you don't take action is because when you don't take the action, that reinforces the belief about the identity. It also reinforces the certainty, which makes us feel safe and secure. Does that make sense? That's why it's so powerful that when we start to overcome the imposter syndrome, we're literally creating a new identity. We're literally creating new 
reference points of who we believe we are and what we believe we can achieve. That's why it's so connected to ability and why it's so connected to our worthiness. So how do we overcome it so we then can start to reinvent our new identity? And how can we allow ourselves to feel the fear, push through it? Like Tina Fey was saying, we need to learn to push through it. So we need to change the way that we think about it. So I love her quote because it really dives into, you know, we need to acknowledge it. We need to know that it's there and it's going to be there, especially as we're up, up leveling and especially as we're putting ourselves outside of our comfort zone. When we start to do that, we need to have a reason for it. So then we still feel safe. So we need to almost create some level of certainty as we do this. So what are you certain of? Firstly, what I would suggest and how to overcome the imposter syndrome in the moment when you're experiencing it at a high level where it goes into fear based thinking and you freeze, we want to bring back the feeling of safety. We want to bring back the feeling of certainty. So what am I certain of in this moment? I'm certain that I can breathe. I'm going to survive. I'm not in immediate danger. So that's a, that will help to bring down our um, blood pressure and actually help to calm down our autonomic nervous system. So then we can make conscious effort to change our thoughts. Because a lot of the time when we go into that high level of fear state, our blood rushes away from our brains, goes to our extremities. So then we are prepared to either fight or run because we think we're in danger. And so then it's really, really difficult to think our way out of it. So we've got to change our state first. So just remind ourselves that we're safe, breathe, calm down. And then when you feel calm enough, you can then think your way through it. So what we want to consider is what we're thinking about. So if in a situation we had the thought of I'm inexperienced or I don't have the knowledge, I don't have the qualifications, whatever it might be, it's important that you acknowledge that thought and then try to find evidence to prove it wrong. So this might look like we want to acknowledge how far you've come. You want to acknowledge everything you've overcome in the past. You want to spend some time to reflect on all the things you've actually achieved. Because a lot of the time in that moment, all of that is dismissed. Like we literally don't even think about any of that. Like what makes us worthy to be here? What makes us worthy to be putting ourselves in these situations to grow and expand and step outside of our comfort zone? that you are worthy. We've just got to find the belief to back it up. We've got to find the evidence and we just need to reflect because I guarantee you there's going to be a time in your past where you've experienced something that has helped you grow and you've been able to overcome obstacles in the past. So what makes this obstacle different? So sometimes we need to recollect on, oh, well, I am worthy of being in this moment because I have this knowledge. I've had this experience. I have this qualification. I have studied this or whatever it might be to support your belief because every situation is going to be different. So it's really hard for me to specify right here and right now. If you're experiencing this in your life at the moment, just reach out to me on socials and ask me like, this is what's going on for me. Um, I think it's the imposter syndrome. What do you think would be a great way to pull myself out of it? And I'll give you some suggestions because it sometimes can be very individual. A lot of the time, what causes this in the lead up to something big is that we're so focused on continually moving forward that we forget to acknowledge our success and we forget to acknowledge how far we've come. So sometimes the imposter syndrome just plays up because we haven't taken the moment to reflect on how worthy we actually are and how we already have the skills or we already have the ability because our brains just 
continuously move forward unless we focus on what's important. So we need to direct our brains to look at what is important for us. It's not going to do it itself. Yeah, it'll if you ask it questions like, I don't think I can do this. Do you th- do you think I can do this? Like, I've never done this before. How am I going to do this? Like, if you actually ask questions like that, your brain is going to give you probably most likely negative answers unless you've trained it otherwise. So you've got to be mindful of what questions you ask in that moment. So it might be things like, what have I experienced in the past that has given me the strength to do this? What have I experienced in the past or overcome or learnt in the past that I know allows me to speak my truth here, allows me to speak up and I know that I will be adding value or being of value in this moment. Because a lot of the time, and literally I had this happen recently, so I was doing a a speaking gig in, in front of a large audience and I, I think it was the day before because on the day I was in so much in my process and in my mindset that it didn't really come to play. But the day before I was going into a bit of freak out mode, right? And the imposter syndrome was coming into play. And so I sat down and went, okay, so what experience have I had to be able to support me in supporting these people I'll be speaking for? And I was able to come up with so many experiences of my work experience in regards to where I've worked in the past, what challenges I've overcome, being in a leadership role, as well as coaching leaders. Like it's been able to I have so much experience in that to be able to support and give so much value in that room that I didn't let it derail me. But if in the past, many years ago, I would have totally let it derail me and I would have believed those thought based patterns because I don't have, I didn't have the skills that I do now. So, or I didn't have the, I don't mean skills, I mean mindset skills. So really thinking about it, taking your time to acknowledge how far you've come, what you've achieved, what you've overcome. And then you're learning to celebrate your success to support you in the future. Because if you think about the future person that you want to become and that concept you're creating as that new identity, you want to consider what has she overcome? What will she, what will she overcome? So sometimes it's a beautiful way to take yourself out of the situation is that you kind of look at your present self from your future self's perspective. And when you do that, it's a beautiful way to go, okay, if my future self was looking back on me right now, what advice would she have for me? And what would she think about me freaking out right now? (laughs) And what would she say to calm my nerves, to get me prepared and know that I can do this? And it is a beautiful way to pull yourself out of that state and shift everything so then you feel like you can build that confidence to move forward so using your future self to support you it's a lovely lovely process and I actually do that at some of my coaching sessions where we do a visualization to be able to get the advice of what our future self would give us and it helps to overcome so much fear which is awesome awesome okay so let me just recap really quickly so What is the imposter syndrome? Obviously feeling like a fraud, like you're inexperienced, not smart enough, not whatever enough. Where does it come from? It can come from past experiences, childhood conditioning. Majority of the time it's based on our identity and who we believe we are and our ability to overcome or to do whatever it is that you're wanting to do. And it is also based on our worth. So we attract experiences based on how worthy we believe we are. Just let that land. We attract experiences based on what we believe we are worth. 
So if you have noticed that there's certain experiences that you have experienced recently that are really not what you want, then I would definitely look at what you believe you're worth, what you, how worthy you believe you are. And if you can start to work on building or rebuilding your self-worth, it is an incredible way to start attracting the types of experiences that you want, the people that you want in your life and the money that you want in your life, like everything. It is all comes down to our worth. So, and that's where that other activity will also support this. So acknowledging your past experiences, acknowledging what you've achieved in the past, then you need to look at, notice your unique qualities. No other person has what you have. No other person has experienced what you've experienced. No other person can say what you want to say. So really think about how you acknowledge your own unique qualities and then start to rebuild your self-worth with backing up your own word by doing the things you say you're going to do. We also want to consider how we bring value to the world. So what is your value? Our value is based on what we believe we're worth. And the more you can do to support your self-worth, the better. And that's where, like I said, acknowledging what you've achieved, looking at what you've overcome, considering how well you commit to yourself and show up and honor your word, as well as starting to consume information and adding more value to your self-worth by making sure that you're embedding new beliefs into your mind that are powerful and that develop your self self-belief in your self-worth. So what does that mean? I'm a, I love using affirmations. I believe that they are a beautiful way to embed new beliefs, but they need to be repeated regularly. It's not something that you can read and then think it's going to become a belief. So rebuilding your self-worth is based on your beliefs. Okay. So when we start to think about, well, I am worthy of love. I am worthy of making a certain amount of money. I am worthy of a certain relationship. I am worthy of certain experiences. I'm, I'm worthy of certain work experiences. Like what is it that you believe you're worthy of now and what would have to happen or what would you need to believe about yourself to be worthy of the things that you would want or that you would like to experience? That's usually where we can close the gap. That's usually where we can really figure out what's going on in the interim that we need to believe about ourselves. So sometimes, and it can just start with simple little beliefs like, I am lovable. I am worthy of being able to make a lot of money. Now, if that is hard, because you need to believe it, right? You can't just go, oh, yep, I can say that out loud and I'll believe it. No, it doesn't work like that. You've got to also back it up with feeling. So finding beliefs that are, and creating them yourself is a really great way to do it. Otherwise you can find lots of YouTube videos. You can Google Louise Hay is great for affirmations. So really being able to find some beliefs or some thoughts that you can repeat on a regular basis that will start to build that self-belief. So it could be, I'm a confident person. I have the ability to overcome anything. I am such a great problem solver. Like thinking about some really key beliefs that your future self will have about herself and then start to repeat them on a daily basis. So have them up on a wall in your bedroom or have them up in your office where you can see them, repeat them, say them out loud, stand up and hold your body strong, believe in them by backing them up with voice. 
when you back them up with voice, your body starts to believe it and your brain takes it on board because your brain is hearing it in your own voice and then it starts to believe it. But it needs to be repeated. So our beliefs are developed with repetition. So it's really important that you continue to use them to support them. And a lot of the time, like I've mentioned before, that I love to use scripting or affirmations, but it's about setting yourself up to support your future self's identity, right? So this is what we're doing. We're developing this future self. And so when you start to do that, not only do you start to attract amazing experiences, but you start to believe in yourself on such a deeper level that you then back yourself up so much more. So then when the imposter syndrome comes up to play, it's kind of like, eh, no big deal. I know you're there. I'm acknowledging that it's part of the journey and I'm able to overcome it because I don't necessarily believe those beliefs anymore. Yeah, it only derails you when you believe it. You need to start believing that you deserve the success as much as the next person. We were all born deserving. We were all born with the ability to be our own unique selves. So we need to acknowledge that and know that nobody else is going to do it the way that we do it. When a new baby is born, we don't look at that new baby and decide whether he deserves or she deserves more or less in life. So whatever it is that you believe, you get to choose to change those beliefs. They don't have to be true for you. You can change them. This is the power that we have as human beings. So we need to remind ourselves of how powerful we are and how able-bodied we are and how successful we are and how worthy we are. When we show up absolutely feeling into our worthiness, we show up fully. We're able to express ourselves. We're able to be an incredible human being that adds value to the world and allows our own light to shine. The world needs more people who believe in their worthiness because when we believe in our own worthiness, we believe in our ability to succeed. We believe in our ability to overcome. We believe in our lovability. We believe in our ability to be incredible human beings. So we're less likely to want to hurt other people. We're less likely to want to judge other people. The world would be an incredible place if we all believed that we were worthy. So please go out into the world and share your magic. The imposter syndrome is just a blip on your radar. You get to overcome it and start to build this new identity of who you are becoming because you're already becoming that person. So please Don't allow the imposter syndrome to derail you, allow it to empower you, allow it to fuel you to step up, speak out and be more you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.